when my life was consumed with low-level conversation, I had low-level compensation as well. Mm-hmm. Change the conversation to change your compensation. That's crazy. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast where we find dope people that did dope stuff. And we're dope people. We do dope stuff. Uh, Donnie's dope. She does dope stuff. David's dope. He does dope things. I didn't ex- I didn't expect to count a compliment. Yeah. I thought you were going to say thank you. Well, thank you. This... <laughs> I mean, damned if I do, damned if I don't. Some people are going to be like, she didn't I even did say thank you. <laughs> she didn't even say thank you. Thank you, David. And also, you are dope and you do dope stuff as well. Thanks, Donnie. Uh, and this life of entrepreneurship, um, it's uh, uh, it, it feels good mm-hmm. to be considered somebody who's doing something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs that they're entrepreneurs. They're entrepreneurs by title, but the fruit isn't necessarily there. So like frustration sets in and I can remember those days of frustration. Mm-hmm. But like to actually say, yo, you are killing it. Or hear somebody say, yo, I see your work. Mm-hmm. It, um, it's, it's an altogether different feeling. Mm-hmm. And people don't know, I don't care what stage you're in, you get those thoughts of, Ooh, do I need to do something else? Do I need to pivot? Oh, should I quit? Do I do I do that? I, you know, even in the podcast, okay, we need to change the background, or do we? Yeah. Need, we need to change the chairs, though. We need to change. We need a set. We need a set. Y'all give us some suggestions on what our set should look. I like, like. the white though. Couch chairs. The couch chairs were dope. No couch chairs. Yo, every yo. Here's the thing. Everybody said that those chairs were dope from the interview. Go to Spectacular's interview. It was, it was all about the couch chairs. I have to see it. I didn't see but I just it's something about gir- the ladies are wearing not up high enough. It just not It did just come down a little. The ladies are wearing um cow print nails right now. Joe, can you help her with that? Because I don't want her to break her nails. So her nails already look <laughs> outgrown. <laughs> My nails already, <laughs> I already look see outgrown. The nail bed. <laughs> <laughs> I see the nail bed showing through. So Dang. All right, that's cool. Okay. All right. So Back to our professionally recorded podcast. Absolutely. How was your week? My week was amazing. Um, my week was, was it amazing? Yes, my week was amazing. Um, I have reconnected with a friend that um, I was distant from for a while. And Dire girl. Doesn't matter. Okay. I reconnected with a <laughs> friend. This is the Okay. Okay. I reconnected with a friend who I had been distant from for a while, and it felt really good to get my friend back. And but the fact that it's honorable mention. You know what I mean? Well, we're talking about what happened in my week. This yes. is something oh, yeah, that happened sure. in my week. Um, today is payroll. I am always so excited on the day of payroll mm. because it feels like I get to pay people yeah. to contribute to my team and the people who I'm paying just so happen to actually really enjoy doing what they do. So I get to pay people to um, show up every single day. Um, let's see. So that happened in the week. Uh, something else that happened in 
You know, I got furniture coming. I'm super excited about new that. Furniture? Mm-hmm. I got some new furniture coming today, in fact. So yeah. maybe we should have talked about that next week. But <clears throat> Are you spending too much money? No. I feel like on the... I think I was spending too much. Yeah, so you are. No, no I'm... To oh, put in context, you, you guys. First off, I can say that about me. What do you? Why would you say that about? <laughs> I didn't get new furniture. No, but you did just order a new Rolex. Another. I didn't order it. No, I, I was looking. I'm looking for it. Yeah, the only reason you didn't walk out with the Rolex is because they didn't have it there. Had they had the Rolex in inventory, you would have purchased the Rolex, right? So, I, did you forget that you copied me on the text message? <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. But, yo, I don't I don't really buy myself stuff. I don't. You don't buy a lot of things. You just buy very expensive things. Like what? Lately. Other than other than this. You're Gucci everything. Like, no, I had to, I'm not. I had to call Anytime you the I'm other day. The store, for the- I'm getting something for my wife because she obviously just had the baby. Her clothes ain't fitting the same, so I got to help her out with her wardrobe. But I don't, I don't be... I got like some shoes and a book bag. That's it. And a crossbody. That was a while ago. Mm-hmm. But, a couple yeah. of pair of shoes. Okay, so here, here's Did you ever my... get those very expensive Jordans that you were DMing me about back and forth? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. The Fendi but... watch? No, I didn't get that. Okay. You got it though. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it. You got it. But you know what? Here's 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 what I'm noticing though. Here's what I'm notice- noticing. You gotta invest in your um, your appearance. You do. And your yo, perception, perception is really, really strong. It's really strong. Mm-hmm. I'll tell a story. I think I told a story before where I bought, well, I didn't buy followers. A guy gave me some followers one time. This is when I was, it was like back in the day when I first got on Instagram. And if you first got on Instagram, the hardest thing to do is get to a thousand followers. I don't know if y'all remember that. That is the Ooh. struggle. Once you get to a thousand, you lit. Mm-hmm. So I'm having a hard time. But I'm doing my thing and my clothing brand and all that. This guy says, he sends me a DM. He says, man, I love what you're doing. Love the message. I want to give you some followers. So for this is like a, a year, I'm trying to get to 1,000 um, or like eight months, something like that. And then he gives me 5,000 followers. Like I wake up the next day and it's all followers, right? So I, I was capping. I was capping. So I got, I got like a little over 5,000 followers now. In like the next couple days, it went to like seven or eight thousand. Mm-hmm. So I'm struggling to get to a thousand followers. I suddenly one day wake up, I have five thousand, and then over the next few days, I wound up. I had two thousand people organically follow me because they saw the five thousand. Yeah. I'm not saying you need to buy followers, but perception is real. Yeah, I don't even think buying followers really works right now anymore. It doesn't. It gets your it page shut down. Yeah. Perception really is real. Like, I will say this. Um, do I spend a lot of money? I do. Right. Uh, however, I also have a set budget that I stick within and I do not exceed that budget. Oh, for so any you got reason. like play, like a play buddy, play budget, play money. Yeah. So, well, it's not even, so I consider what I do right now marketing. Like I don't, if you see me on a regular basis, just my day to day, I'm really relaxed in leisure clothes, leisure wear, like play clothes. I'm not dressed to the T. I don't have like a makeup artist on deck and I wash my own hair when I can. I do those things. But when I'm showing up for business, I'm going to show up. Mm -hmm. And that is because with what I do, like I'm a business coach, right? And I tell people that I help you become more efficient and help you make more money. I can't 
put that type of a result out there, that type of a promise of a result, if I don't look like a person who represents that. Mm -hmm. So it does not necessarily mean that it has to be all high end because I am the Fashion Nova queen. Mm -hmm. I am the Zara queen. I'm also the Louis Vuitton queen, right? Girl CEO. Shout out to Ronnie Brown. First of all, let me shout out my girl, Ronnie Brown, girl CEO. This, I don't know if y'all can see this, but do y'all see the detail? This says girl CEO. What are you doing? Hey, right? why you just, just describe it. Okay. First off, the audio people can't hear you. And two, you're lifting up your... What are you doing? This is a professional do business. You, do this you is a see, business podcast. Do you see the girl CEO? I think this it is, is like... like, embro- like you can feel it's it. It's like embossed. It's like yeah. lumpy. You know what I mean? Like I can <laughs> feel it. I'm trying to give descriptive <laughs> words. It's like embossed. It sticks out. Like I can touch it. Mm. Ronnie. That's hard. The quality of this sweatsuit is so amazing. Anyway, shout out to Ronnie Brown. Don't girl try to CEO. act like you shout her. I shouted her out. Don't try to take the credit. And okay, <laughs> shout out to my boy uh, Jeremy Anderson. I'm wearing the Next Level Living. I think it's like tie dye distress. Okay, my T-shirt is hanging out. <laughs> it snuck back out a little bit. <laughs> it snuck back out. <laughs> Dang. It oh, snuck yeah. back out. Oh, so we wearing black. Today, okay, Next Level Living, shouts out to Jeremy Anderson, shouts out to Ronnie Brown. Yeah, no, but seriously, while we touch on that real quick, because people actually pay us for sponsorship to send us clothes. And- they did pay us. Yo, our, this episode is sponsored by two paid sponsorships, Ronnie Brown and Girl CEO and Jeremy Anderson, Next Level <laughs> Living. If you'd like to be a sponsor. <laughs> no, seriously. But this is a testament with what we just did is a testament to why providing quality in your product or service as a CEO is so important. People will want to shout you out for free. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying, when we were getting ready, I'm like, hey, can y'all see like the, the line on my boxer shorts? They Dave is like, you wear boxer shorts? I'm like, no, not really. But sometimes when you have on a sweatsuit this color, you know, from from vendors, certain people, certain companies, no matter if it's black, white, whatever, it's just people who have low integrity in their product. I could have walked outside inside my house. It looked like everything is copacetic, but I would have walked outside and you can see all of my, you know, undergarments. So I usually will put on a nude, you know, boxer brief just to make sure I'm not exposed. And I got out in the sun. I can bend down, turn around, drop it like it's hot, and I'm still protected. Ronnie, you really put a lot into this. And Jeremy, I have all of his, I have several of his t-shirts. 100%. It's amazing. They don't shrink when you wash. Like, good service, guys, gets you shouted out for free. Absolutely. Except for on the Social Proof Podcast where... (laughs) I was about to say, because now the DMs are going to be... People do want to send, like, clothes. Here's the crazy thing. So I'll be like, yo, I just want to send you something, show you some love because I appreciate the podcast. In my head, when I see it, it's a good gesture, yes. But Mm -hmm. two, you're looking for exposure. Mm -hmm. Which I'm not mad at because if I like it, then I'll rock it just period. But it's a business It's a business. Yeah. It's a business. Now. It's a business. So let's let's just be really clear. Mm-hmm. Guys, don't uh we're proud of you. We really are, but mm-hmm. don't try to DM us and say, "Hey, can I send you something for free?" You can. Uh, no, let's approach. Let's let's teach them how to approach. Let's it. do hey, it. Hey, I have a budget for you to wear my clothes and shout me out on my on your podcast. Um, you know. Yeah, because let me tell you something about what happens on the Social Proof podcast. Um we have episodes together and then we have episodes where David films on his own. And I remember sitting in a room where there was someone who, I think Pushman Mitch, who came onto the podcast and your affiliate commissions alone were like, Get on my pockets. Forty I thousand. I don't, I don't know what it what, 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 what right? are you talking about right and now. And then we have um 
Terry Igioma, one of our one of one of one of my favorite interviews, just because she's like black girl power doing her yeah, thing, killing it. And I know, like earlier this month, our affiliate commission. Why, why are we talking about was this? Was super we, high, right? right? Multiple now. five figures, and I'm saying that to say, if that is what our commission split is, what must it be? All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Doing for the actual entrepreneur, right? 100%. So it is worth it to invest in yourself if you want, if you want someone to be responsible for shouting your business out, if you actually want to know that someone's promise to you or result to you or deliverable to you is to shout you out in a way that can increase your engagement and your sales and your exposure, pay to be in the room. Yo, I'm about to, I'm about to do something in, in real time. This is not like, this is not planned. I'm about, my man, Words Taylor, he called me last night and, um... He told me something because he was like, he was really like the first sponsor that I had. Cause I was like doing something like, yo, I shout out your business, give me $1,500, something like that. And he told me, Words, what up? Yo, what's good, bro? Yeah, what up? You're on the uh, you're on the social proof podcast. I feel like Joe Bug. Hey, Words, it's Donnie. <laughs> you're live on the social proof podcast. So um, we were talking about like sponsorships and stuff like that. And you were the first person to sponsor. I was just on, I was online being really silly, like, all right, well, you know, give me $1,500. And Words DM me like, yo. I'll send you the money right now. So what what is that? What have you made from the fifteen hundred you were telling me yesterday? Yeah, so I'm I actually just made a little over five k just coming back residually. I built us a, a separate funnel just for what I've um, purchased with you, and I've just been seeing the money every week, boom, 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 boom. Sometimes daily. Wow. wow. So. Um, I know we already did the deal. Can I get a little kickback, like, on the back, like a residual? Never mind. Thanks, Words. I appreciate it, man. Just wanted to get you, uh, your testimonial. <laughs> so, so that when people DM me and, and say, yo, I want to be a sponsor, and I give them a number, it, it's not, I'm not giving you a number because I'm hoping something's going to work. It's yeah. just real exposure, so. 
Yeah. No, it's, it's worth it. It's worth it for this. I'm going to just say this. For this simple reason is I don't have to do anything. I'm not marketing. I'm not doing anything. The The show itself is getting all the views and they see my ad and they go straight to the website. So these this is money that I'm getting that I didn't have to work for. I paid you one time and I'm still getting paid off of it. And the, and the interview lives forever. <laughs> so, all right, well, I appreciate that word. So let me, let me let me let me get back to the episode, man. I appreciate you, brother. Yep. Hi, beast. Listen, paid to be in the room, and Amen. that's a friend, you yeah. guys. That's that's not just a business associate or somebody who's DMing. That's like a real friend. We are My in friend a, paid. Yes. We're in a text message mastermind group of sorts mm-hmm. together, right? Where we can text back and forth two o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And he paid to be in the room. Yeah, my man, the other, uh, Josh, he was here because he just understands marketing. He said, yo, how much for me to have a slot on every podcast for the rest of the year? He said, just give me a number. I'll wire you the money right now. And I got, and that's where I need a business coach because I got nervous. It was, <laughs> it was too aggressive, Josh. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how nervous you mean it. Like you're serious. You want myself I right know, now. I know how serious Josh is. And I was like, okay, I don't want to shoot a number too low, but... <laughs> Ah, he's my friend, so I don't, I don't know, know if there's a number too high for Josh either. Yeah, though. there's definitely not a number. Yeah, I too think high Josh, Josh is just gonna cut the check. So anyway, and so to that point, like we really put out bargain mm-hmm. prices to 100%. be sponsored on yeah, the episode. Like absolutely. You, anyway, we could go on and on naming people who have generated income as a result of being on Big the facts. podcast. We've generated income as a result of being on the podcast. Like, That's get a you a podcast in your life, y'all. Get you a podcast. Yo, I made a post the other day, and I was telling them, yo, you guys got to hurry up and invest in a podcast, like marketing on a podcast, before we really understand our value. Mm. You know what's so interesting is I spoke at Neo and Corey's uh, Seven Figure Business Boot Camp mm-hmm. this past weekend. And they had all the speakers sectioned off in different areas of the room. And you come and you pick on a break. It's like you walk up and speak to who you want to speak to. And I had a line of people who were in line to ask me about running, starting and running a podcast. Really? And I was like, yo, this has never happened before. Mm -hmm. Like, it's never. People come up to me for business advice. They come up, you know, to me for mother advice, motherhood advice. How do I navigate as a single woman? Mm -hmm. But this was literally a line, I swear, like at least 30 people back to back to back wanted to talk about podcasting to the point where they circled around me to hear Mm. about podcasting. And I was telling them, you know, how it changed the course of my year, Mm. right? And how it contributed so much. But I never really... It's still hard to see myself as a podcaster. You're a podcaster. I'm a podcaster out here in these streets, but... People really get it. They really see it. And, and what we're doing really is, is, is a shift for the culture mm-hmm. because this is something that you have to take seriously. Yeah. I think this process, like you started this podcast on a whim just to sell tickets yeah. for the Social Proof Conference. It was never intended to be a main business revenue generating structure part of your business. Yeah. And then you invited me in many months later And um, I think people being able to have the chance and you can go back if you're brand new to the Social Proof podcast, like you can literally still have time to go Mm -hmm. back to the first couple of episodes and just see the growth and and how things have grown and matriculated throughout the course of the last two years. And um, I just in that moment, I felt so. 
I don't know. I felt so like elevated as a professional. Yeah, you lit. I'm a podcaster. Daddy, you lit out here. I got to change my bio, y'all. I have the social proof podcast <laughs> in my bio, but like I am a Donnie Wiggins. I'm a podcaster. Absolutely. I'm a business development coach and podcaster. Absolutely. That's what, yo, you got to think. <laughs> we are, we have the ability and really TV doesn't do this where you can keep somebody's attention for an hour and a half. The average, the average listener, you know, some people are just on and off or in and out or whatever. The average listener, I think, is like 23 or 24 minutes, where we're consistently keeping somebody's attention for 23 to 24 minutes. Mm -hmm. TVs, they have like, like four or five minutes of commercials in there. Yeah. But if you can keep somebody's attention for that long and be yeah. that relevant, yeah. like people are really rocking with us. So in terms of someone, here's what I'm recommending. Find a podcast that you believe in. Mm -hmm. and invest to be a part of it. What Josh said was, yo, I want to be I want to be connected to it. Yo, how much for the rest of the year? If I talk about Joshua, and I'm, I guess I'm doing it right now. He owe me a check for this. <laughs> if I talk about Joshua Crisp and his Amazon formula, you can go check out his, um, his uh, interview. Um, if if I talk about him every single episode, yeah. you're, you're somewhat connected to the show now. A.D. Dolphin told me that too. He said he was doing advertising on Steve Harvey, but he said he wanted a show segment. And once it became a show segment on the Steve Harvey show, that's when his brand just went through the roof because mm. now you're a part of the show. Mm -hmm. I love the show. And if I love the show, I love every part of it. And mm -hmm. if you can be a part of it, that's what I'm saying. You need to find somebody that you really believe in, reach out to them, say, yo, how much to advertise and get it? Like, how much to advertise X amount of times yeah. on a regular basis? Yeah. That's a good marketing strategy right there. Well, an amazing marketing strategy overall, I think it just goes back into leveraging other people's networks. Mm -hmm. Like, it's literally Facts. how we both came up. Facts. You're a genius at it. You're you're a master at because for a while, David, you outside of the Sleep is for Suckers brand selling the t-shirts and the hats, all you did was leverage other people's networks. Like fact. you didn't have a real service. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the building. You're just there. I'm like, like, yo, we friends? Yes. Oh, are you just, just you are friend, a, Oh, cool. We friends too. We're friends. You're a masterful. <laughs> you know how to, number one, infiltrate a circle, and then you know how to take that, like, intrusion almost. Like, you put yourself in the room, in the circle, but then you know how to take that and you know how to merge it with other people's brands, right? And in other people's circles. So you're a master connector of people. Mm. And um, so for a long time, you didn't you didn't really have a service that Yo, you offered. You connected you, people. I'm going to tell you the, the secret sauce. And I, and I just realized that because in our book club, we're reading How to Win Friends and Influence People. This is probably like my fourth or fifth time reading it, not including like the audios and all that. Yeah. But there was a principle that we're reading today that, I mean, since 2010, when I first started reading it, or 2009, um, um, letting people talk about themselves. Mm -hmm. Like elevating somebody else. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the entire conversation, though. So being interested versus being interesting. Mm. So most people, when I, when, I, when I talk to somebody, they're trying to be so interesting. Mm -hmm. And I'm letting them be interesting. Mm -hmm. Because they leave saying, ah, that was a great conversation. That was great. I didn't even say nothing. <laughs> I just, I like, I, I just bigged you up and said, oh, well, how'd you do that? Oh, great. Mm -hmm. But you feel good. Mm -hmm. And when you are really genuinely interested in other people, they'll keep bringing you around because they love the feeling of talking about themselves. And they don't want to talk to somebody who never lets them talk about themselves. Yeah. I don't want people to miss that. 
you literally have created now a seven-figure brand by specializing in allowing people to highlight themselves. Mm -hmm. And then you do such a good job at cross-edification, like edifying them back to themselves. Who doesn't want to be in David Shanz's environment because all he's going to do is talk good about you? I thought he's the best <laughs> coach in the world. <laughs> yeah, that's my new, that's my introduction all the time. Like, yo, she's the best business coach in the world. And that's saying a lot because I'm a business coach. And I'm saying she's better than me. But one, it's true. And I feel like my philosophy is like you've worked really, really hard to, to be dope. So mm -hmm. like to have these accolades and understand business and I feel like we mesh so well because I'm not trying to take anything from you. And I've just adopted the fact I want to highlight Donnie for the rest of my life. Yeah. I want to make sure that somebody else knows that my friend is dope. Yeah. So if we're around somebody, I edify Jovan. Like, yo, he's like just, just loyal, organized, except for that one time that was situation. <laughs> he normally... You know, that situation, yo. He normally gets it right, but uh, that one time. But my my, my point that situation is, almost got everybody fired. Like, Joe. <laughs> Just a FYI. Nah, but I I I just think that's that's an important networking tool, man. Just. Just, like, highlight people for who they are and what they do and be genuinely interested in the story and understand that nobody cares about you. Nobody cares. But you know what you have to do, too, though, on the flip side of that? If you're the recipient of that type of powerful connection, if you're the recipient of somebody who literally puts you on, right— Every chance they get, you put me on every and chance. They didn't even like you, you at first. Get. You didn't like me at no, first? No, they did. Oh, oh yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you didn't like No, in the beginning, y'all, y'all definitely didn't like you me. You got your whole fan club now. I got a little fan club now. It's not even little. You don't think nah, nah, there's nah, still nah. I still read the comments and there's still a, a couple, right? Mm -hmm. But I have decided to have a mindset shift. Like I don't even I don't even like really want to give y'all that kind of attention because there's so many people who get it. There's so many people who understand the dynamic of what we bring to the table, mm -hmm. right? Anytime we're together on a podcast, the goal is to educate. For sure. And I can't educate you if I don't know something. And Donnie always talking. Well, what, what, did you show up to just look at me? Like, what do you want to do? What, what are we doing Some here? Some people do show up to look at you, though. <sighs> Come on. Yo, the hard out, the comments, and the, the DMs I get from, like, not even, like, not even, like, close friends, but people that I knew, like, I, I ain't talked to in a year. Hey, bro, just checking in with you, man. How you doing? Oh, I'm good, man. How you been? I'm good. Man, I'm all right, man. Um, so, your, your friend Donnie, is she still single? Can you put your... I've gotten that like, multiple times. Yo, can you... Yo, what's up with her? Let me know how... And some people I don't tell you about because they're mm -hmm. just... I know your type. Mm -hmm. And they're not it. <laughs> <laughs> However, um, yeah, so I don't know why. I don't know where that point came from. Yes, they do come on here. Okay, so anyway, where I was going with this is when you are the recipient of such edification from anybody, anybody who sees so much value in you that they want to put you on... You have to pay homage. Like, you got to say thank you. So some people think they're being offensive when they say, Donnie wouldn't be on that podcast if it wasn't for David. You goddamn right I wouldn't be on this podcast <laughs> if it wasn't for David. Like, are you kidding me? Like, hello, elephant in the room. <laughs> he started the podcast and invited me on here. There was obviously something that you saw in this, in this dynamic in order for it to be a good idea. And it, it turned out that it worked out. But... It's not offensive, you guys. It is not offensive for people to say 
such and such put you on or you wouldn't have such and such if such and such didn't do that. Beat them to the punch. I tell people all the time, like, David is always putting my name out there. He's always including me in circles. If I hear David on the phone talking about we got a lunch meeting, we have a lunch meeting. Like, where are we going? You invite yourself. (laughs) I invite myself to everything. We have a lunch meeting now. And so um, just make sure when people are putting you on and putting your names in the rooms like that's that's a high level value add because in all of the things that they can be taking advantage of for themselves in that moment, somebody thought enough of you to put you on. So thank you, David. I say it all the time, but thank you, David. It's cool. I think it requires a a mindset shift too, man, because um, there are a lot of people that want to put other people on and there's there's a reasoning behind it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's always like some sort of, I'm doing it because I benefit in some way. What I've learned to do is, um, for one, a, a candle doesn't lose anything by lighting another candle. Mm-hmm. And if you become a, a candle lighter with no expectation of a return, yeah. for some reason, and I can't explain it, but the seeds that you put in the ground will grow. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I don't know. I don't necessarily know how to teach it, but if you stop, if you get out of the mindset of, I'm tithing to my church so that I can get a return. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I was, I, I remember one time, is maybe a decade ago, I was using the church as a bank because I'm thinking if I give to God, God will bless me with something. Mm. And I struggled for years, but then I let go of all of that, and I started thinking, okay. This church is doing something good. I want to give to the church so the church can continue to do what they're doing. Yeah. I'm not looking for a payback or interest from God. Mm -hmm. I'm giving because I'm a giver. Yes. I promote people because I'm a promoter. Mm -hmm. I love people because I love people, not because there's something attached to it. But if you're always chasing the return, it, it never comes off authentic. Yeah. And you'll never really get what you want out of life anyway. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. So many people think like that. Like, if I put you on, they're always looking for something in return. And that is that is the reason that people don't want to pay homage because it didn't feel selfless. It didn't feel like you just thought I was so dope and you wanted to put me on. It felt like you were leveraging my story for whatever reason to elevate your own results. Anyway, that's a whole other story, guys. Get in the habit. Number one, we talked about getting a podcast. Like, you need to have even— Oh, hold on real quick. I kind of want to— because you talk, you mentioned, like, customer service. I think this is a good a good conversation around customer service. Mm. Okay, like let's talk how about you, it. how you treat your customers. Mm-hmm. Like, just like if you— Oh, that's so important. If you do something for your, your friends, they want to do something for you. Mm-hmm. If you treat your customers with respect, you listening, Joe? Because you, <laughs> you dropped the ball, ball. Open up your notebook and take some notes, sir. I'm sorry, Joe. We I can't get let you. you live that I gotta down. Get you, bro. We got to make sure it doesn't happen again. Okay. Yo, and whole time, I didn't even know it was Joe until this morning. I snitched. I didn't know it was Joe because I would have been on the phone. Like, what? Yo. <laughs> it's going to get better. <laughs> That's now it all makes sense. When I hit you and I was like, yo, you still do this? And you're like, no, Joe's supposed to, but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Kinda didn't. I, I had no I, I had no idea that it was you until I didn't you under the bus. I said, we'll fix it. And I, you know. Yeah. But so. I I had no idea. I didn't connect the two until just now. So shout out to David for protecting your name. <laughs> Except for on this podcast. Except for on this podcast. 
<laughs> With a much larger audience. No, but I, that will I, live forever. <laughs> yeah. I, in, in, in terms of like, like servicing your customer, yeah. uh, the same thing is it's coming off. I can feel when someone's trying to sell me something. Mm-hmm. That necess- doesn't, like, for one, you're not even listening to me. Like, I don't feel like you're listening to me. I was talking to my man, Tony, uh, my mentor, Tony Abraham. Shouts out to Tony. He'll be on the podcast soon. But he started talking about um, uh, 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 peeling back the layers, right? And he said, that's where I got that quote from. I'm sure he got it from somewhere. Seek to understand before you seek to be understood. He said, if you ask someone a question, you start the process of peeling back the layers of the onion. Well, someone says, well, um, can you help me uh, can you help me become an entrepreneur? And, and I'm a coach. And I say, well, why do you want to be an entrepreneur? And I say, well, because I want financial freedom. And that kind of peels back a layer. Well, what does financial freedom look like for you? They said, well, I want, to t- I want to make enough money to take care of me and my spouse and our children because this is happening in our family. Oh, well, so what type of work are you, gonna, are you willing to put in? Like, we got to dig deep and say, are you ready for this level of... And if you, if you start talking to the person, you're peeling back the layers of mm-hmm. the onion and they'll feel trusted to trust you as a coach or an advisor or a therapist or whatever if it's not always on the clock and you're really trying to understand their situation. Sometimes you got to turn down some clients who have the money. If you, but some people never get to the, 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 the bottom of the onion to realize, yo... I think somebody else will be better for you. Mm. That's that's true customer service. And that's how you continue to get people to come back. So, you know, I just had this thought. In the beginning, when you're becoming an entrepreneur, at first, becoming an entrepreneur is all about you. Mm. If you want to be a better entrepreneur, entrepreneurship needs to be about the people that you serve. Mm -hmm. At first, it's all about you. At first, why are you an entrepreneur? Well, it's because I want financial freedom. I want to retire my mom. I want to send my daughter to college. But then as you're working through your process, like if you're doing a good job, you can't help but to notice the results that you're getting for other people. You can't help but to feel a way when people are tagging you wearing your product or using your product or bragging about your services and you desire for more of that. And in order to get more of that, that means that you have to help people uh, have more transformations. If you're a product-based business, that means that you have to help help more people have good experiences with your product. Yeah. It becomes then about, if you're a good entrepreneur, if you desire to be a good entrepreneur, it becomes less of you, right? At first, it's all about you, mm-hmm. but it becomes, it, it evolves into being less of you and more about your customer. And the key to that is, when you start thinking about the result and the customer like, man, I really like how it felt for somebody to tag me and say that because of my leadership, their life changed. Wow, I really like for somebody to say this is one of the best jogging suits that they've ever received from a Black entrepreneur. Then you start saying, I want to do more of that. How can I make my fabric better? How can I make my service better? Because I want more of those kind of results, right? When you help more people, you get more of what you want by default. That's a fact. So it doesn't have to be about your six-figure goal. It doesn't have to be about your seven-figure goal. Make it about your customer through delivering service. It's never about you. Let me ask you about your process in terms of uh, when you're bringing a customer on, when mm-hmm. you're bringing on a client. Mm-hmm. What is your process? I think that'd be interesting because I know you got processes for everything. Mm-hmm. But um, what, what, is that, what is that journey saying, okay, I need help. I finally get connected to Donnie. Yep. So typically it will start with, obviously, because the journey begins right here. 
if you're looking at me and you're saying, man, I want to work with her, your journey, congratulations, has already started, right? So it goes from here to you now doing some research. So now you're probably on my Instagram page. You've probably clicked the link to schedule a call with my team. My team is a filter that I've had to put in place. I used to take every single sales call, Mm. but in order for me, but I'd be exhausted and worn out. So now I can't be my best self and I can't serve you best. So I've had to put a filter in place. Now my sales team, my sales team will have a conversation with you based on criteria that we've preset and determine what you need from me. Right. And then once we figure out what that is that you need, then you actually get me in whatever capacity that is. Once you become a client, I mean, it depends on what it is that that you've gotten. So if you got like my six-figure accelerator program, that's that's a course. Um, you get enrolled. Immediately, you get access to your course. Immediately, you're going to get a welcome email and acknowledgement from me. Immediately, you're going to get access to our Facebook group. Immediately, you get access to the actual program. Within your first week of being enrolled in my course, you're going to have an experience with me through our weekly live group Q&A. Um, and it just continues to go from there. And my Q&A, I advertise it to be an hour a week, but sometimes we're on for two hours, right? So you just take Q&A with the clients? Absolutely. Yeah, I'll do Q&A with, with, with these are with my Six Figure Accelerator students. So I'll do Q&A, but I'm there until every question is answered. Mm-hmm. So people love showing up for Q&A because they're not just going to be a part of the, you've been on my Q&A. <laughs> <laughs> they're not just going to be in the room listening to everybody else and don't get an opportunity to get their question answered. Um, you know, if you're a you know, if you are one of my coaching clients where we're working more one-on-one, you have that same early on experience, right? Um, the beauty about it, and you got to recognize the blessing. Like people make a decision. I have products that helps entrepreneurs that start at $17, right? A business clarity blueprint. If you just need to think of a business idea, you can do that on your own. But even that experience is awesome. People get on the phone. When, when you think about like business, I always talk about, I never say what I have to do anymore. I always talk about what I get to do Mm. because it's such a blessing. Like, think about it, Shan. When 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 that language changed? About a year ago. About a year ago. Like, during the pandemic... Really, um, that that language shifted for me. I think I was thinking it, but I didn't verbalize it, right? Like, I get to do this. Now, also, when that mindset shifted, my results shifted. Mm. My results shifted. Like, what I wanted to get and what I had been affirming for for years and asking for and praying for and manifesting— those things started to happen when I had— like, it's it's simple little shifts— That you that you have and you don't realize it until conversations like this, that man, that actually made a difference, right? I wake up and I think about what I get to do rather than dreading what I have to do. So I have to-do lists sometimes that take up two pages of in my notebook. And I used to wake up like, dang, I got all this stuff to do. I get to do it. I have a calendar. You know what my calendar looks like yeah. from the top of the day to the end of the day. It's like a lot. I don't wake up anymore like I used to wake up like I need to dang. change my language. Yeah, I used to wake up when I looked at my calendar like, dang, I'm not even going to get to eat lunch because I got this, that, and the other. But then it was like, yo. You're dreading the blessing you're that you're You're dreading the blessing that you're asking for. So how about instead start saying, It's so important that Black voices are represented in Black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of Black uh, voices and influencers from Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, 
Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. I get to do this. Like, I get to have a jam-packed schedule full of calls to talk to people to build my business. Like, I get to, every single call, if you're on a call with my team, every single call is worth somewhere from $1,500 to $10,000. And I dread Mm. that. Mm. Every single conversation can turn into, and these are monthly well, $1,500 is a, uh, yes, monthly. These are monthly expenses, right? Mm-hmm. I get to potentially talk to someone that I can generate $100,000 in revenue wow. from. And that's a conversation that, that I had to have with myself. Now I get to hire people to help me out with these processes, right? So you get to be busy. You get to have so many people who are in your DMs mm-hmm. demanding information from you because they saw something great in you rather than saying, I'm overwhelmed by these DMs. I can't respond to them, blah, 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 blah. Who can you get? I, I, I'm reading wow. a book for like the fourth time called Who Not How. So that's the, where, so who told you about that book? I've been reading this book for years. So I don't remember. Maddie just recommended it to me. I think I recommended it to Andre. No, he said he said Josh recommended it to him. He said Josh recommended it to him to Maddie. Dang, so that's a book I need to get. Yeah, you need to get the book. And there's a couple of versions of it. So this is um uh Ben Hardy, Dan Sullivan, and Ben Hardy. I gotta tell the story behind this book. We're gonna get to it in a second. Is he white? Yeah. Yes. So I, I recommended it on the call today. And uh my homie said, I don't know if I say her name. Oh yeah, Brent don't care. So Brent was like, yo, let's um we need some diversity in authors because we had uh Who My Cheese, we had Rich Man of Babylon, we had um The One Thing, we're reading um How to Win Friends and Influence People, we read the slight edge. And she was like, yo, all the authors have been white men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, because I, I said, yo, we're going to do the who, not how, or who, not whatever that book is. And she's like, oh, we need some diversity. We need, you know, some women, some, uh, you know, like, let's get some black authors in there. Let's do so it. So that, that's the only reason I, I asked have those that. Too, so like, you can implement uh, Valerie Burton, successful women think differently, successful women speak differently. The same rules apply to men. You can obviously implement Sarah Jakes, like 
She has great stuff. Uh, John Hope Bryant has amazing books about financial literacy. Um, Miles Monroe. You need to read a Miles Monroe book next. Dennis Kimbrough. Like, we can go on and on. More, I will say this. She says all colonizers. I was like, dang, right? (laughs) I was like, you're right. We're going to fix it. More of us need to write these books, right? right. More of us need to write these books and make our voices be heard in this space. Mm -hmm. So you want your book read? We want more Black authors doing this thing? Write more of the books. And there's some, there's many of them out there, so there's not to take away from that. But more of you can write books right now because obviously there's a space for it. Gotcha. Um, so anyway, I was talking about um, getting to do and, and transferring overwhelm into a different type of energy. And when I read again, who, not how, so I've listened to it on audio several times. I went and bought the book, two copies of this book mm. because I'm afraid to lose it. Right? Really? Yeah, I'm afraid to lose it. The book is that good, and it really did something for me. I lost the book on the plane a couple of months ago, so now when a book is like real important. I'm going to add a link to the, this episode. Remind me to add a link to this uh, for the book for people to get there. Yeah, so it really opened up some doors. So a lot of us spend a lot of time worried about how we're going to do something. How am I going to get all these calls today? How am I going to eat? How am I going to pick the kids up from school? When really the how isn't the problem that you should be solving. The problem that you should be solving is the who. Who can help me accomplish this goal? Who can I meet or who can I find or who can I market for? Who can I associate with? Who do I already know that can help me get this done? So one of the biggest bottlenecks in my business, and for people who don't understand that, one of the biggest things that stopped the drain from flowing effortlessly that slowed me down was sales calls. Sales calls, sales calls, sales calls. If I'm always on sales calls and I can't really create new courses. I'm having a struggle. I'm tired by the time I'm talking to my Mm -hmm. clients. So let me now go and find a sales team. Sales team come in and it felt like when I got my sales team, for about a month, it felt like I had nothing to do. Mm. What am I doing now with all my time? Now I have too much time on my hands, Right. right? So then when I needed to make sure that some admin things were happening, because guys, even though I'm an ad, I'm I'm an operations um, specialist for other people's companies, Inside my own company, it's like it's like the shoemaker with no shoes. It's like the hairdresser who never does her own hair. Like the last thing I want to do for myself is respond to emails. Mm-hmm. And so who can help me do that? Mm-hmm. You got tested? I haven't lately. You get your vaccine? Never. Do you have the vaccine? No. Okay. No. So who can help me do that? Do I... Do I continue to suffer in business where, you know, like it, it just wasn't acceptable for me. I had a I had a rule in place that I made myself be comfortable with and saying that I um, respond to emails. I had an autoresponder. We respond within 48 hours. Eh, it's not really acceptable. It's not really expe- acceptable. Somebody has an issue. Somebody, you know, has an overpayment. Somebody didn't receive something. They don't want to wait two days right. to get an email response from you. So you like, get somebody on the call, so you, like... Somebody just monitoring emails multiple times a day. This is your job. Your job, you know, I don't get a whole lot of customer service issues. So this is a really easy part of your job, right? Mm -hmm. So part of your job is to do this. Any type of client fulfillment issues, you do this because if you're waiting on me to see that email, I'm in the field, I'm working, I'm busy. It will be 48 hours, right? So that's that. Then we talk about like DMs. How do we respond and keep up with DMs? One of the biggest things that I hate seeing entrepreneurs do today is do not DM me about business. 
I like. I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you. People in their bios, no DMs about business. No DMs. And we created a Patreon. Instead of no DMs about business, how about we put a system in place where somebody can respond to DMs about business? Like people are looking for instant engagement. They don't want to have to find your phone number, Google you, find you on you know wherever. They want to talk to you right here where they found you. And while I get it, right, you can't systematize DMs for real, right? So if I have a so if somebody sends me a DM like, hey, Donnie, I ordered your book. I didn't okay, so get it. Check out right? the Patreon. We got three I tiers. can't track that easily because support I just can't track that easily. Your okay, username so is something much. different, now so I get it. <laughs> right. But I still have someone in place who says, we're happy to help you with that. Send us an email at. Rather than me saying, don't DM me about this, I still, like, I get to have customers. Yeah. If I have customer issues, that means I have customer purchases. Yeah. Yeah. Look yeah. at that differently. Joe, um, can you hand me that water? I'm like, yes. there's an issue going on here. Yes. Um, okay. <coughs> Are you going to get the vaccine? Baby, leave me alone. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I didn't really think of it until, like, you're saying it right now, where um, I, had a, I had a mindset shift in, like, when I was working at the Cheesecake Factory, where my goal was to get better there. And previously... When we have a slow night <clears throat> or a busy night around prom season, golly, listen, around prom season is the worst time to be a server, especially at the Cheesecake Factory or a kind of a upper. They're not tipping. What? They're not a, a tipping. Sixteen-year-old. Their mama sent them with the money to tip, but it's they are terrible. not using it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they have no idea what they want. They don't care about sending something back if they don't like it. It's rudely. What is this? This is not what we ordered. I ain't want this. I ain't get that. The calendar pennies. I, I'm sorry. I just had a flashback. But I was, when I when I started working, when I was working there, um, I was just like everybody else where we'll complain about the nights. We'll complain about the guests. that They didn't tip me. They didn't tip me. They got me running. They keep sending food back. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The bartender is not bringing the food, just drinks out fast enough, things of that nature. So it was just a complaint fest. But then I had a shift where I'm saying this job isn't for me to make money. This job is to be paid training to be something else. Mm -hmm. So it gave me an opportunity to be to work one time mm -hmm. because I just, I was always late everywhere. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm such a stickler for time now because when I, when I was working there, I got in the habit of, yo, I got to stop being late everywhere. Mm -hmm. So I need to get there a little bit early. And if I'm not there early, then I'm late, even if I'm on time mm -hmm. for the job. Hmm. Because I just needed that training. And I, I just had this shift of, if a, if a guest I'm serving has a problem, I have an opportunity to fix it. And if I can't fix mm -hmm. this problem, I'll never be an entrepreneur where I'm going to have to fix bigger problems. Mm -hmm. So it was like a training ground. So when I really started to fall in love with the process of doing my job, that was the beginning of my exit. Mm -hmm. But if I never, if I never adopted the... Let me just be a better server. Let me be a better server. Let me be a better person. Let me work on my communication skills with this particular job. 
If I didn't like have that awakening, I'd still be there. That's powerful. I think I'd still be there. I think if more of us focused on being our best selves, the mindset shifts that we need just happen organically, right? Because if I'm focused on being my best self, I can't focus on low-level conversation. What would be low-level conversation? Like, give me some likes. Give me some low-level conversation that you you almost had this week or last week. Um, there's a reality star right now that is marrying her ex-friend's ex-husband, current husband. Yeah, I, yeah. What was all that? I saw it was a it was a guy, it was like an African guy or something like mm-hmm. that, and people were so upset about him dating her. What was that? I, I didn't I didn't know what the problem was. So there is. Are we using names? I don't know of these, these reality stars. Uh, so there is there is uh, Portia, who's the Real Housewife of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. A young lady, Fallon. You know they bring their friends on sometimes to introduce. End up being a new so housewife. Fallon is Portia's friend. Fallon was Portia's friend. Okay. And Portia has been at her house. She was married. Fallon was, is still married to this guy named Simon, the African guy. And hold on, Fa- the. Portia's friend or Portia, the person, Portia's friend Fallon is still this, married. Y'all, this is real low-level conversation, just an FYI. I know. You'd have brought me into the low-level conversation. Yes, now I'm interested. yes, yes, Okay, yes, so yes. the Fallon. So Portia brought Fallon into the housewives. And Fallon's married to this guy. Fallon What's is married name? to Simon. Simon, mm-hmm, okay. The African gentleman, Simon. Now Simon's marrying Portia? And now, just in January, both Fallon and Simon, uh, they, their business got really messy and drama. And then they both came back and basically communicated that they were trying to reconcile. What was their business? Uh, oh, their, business, their business, just okay, their private gotcha. business, that they were trying to reconcile and they loved each other and all this stuff. So on Mother's Day, Portia releases these pictures with Simon. And she's like, we started dating last month. And we just started dating last month and our love just took off so quickly. Now we're engaged. Fallon and I were never friends. And she's trying to say that they were never friends. But now people are bringing up these videos of them and these pictures of Portia at her house and her pool with her while she had this husband. And Look at this low-level conversation. This is Golly, it's interesting. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, so that's some low-level conversation that I was engaged in, quite honestly. And look... You can't go through life just having high-level conversation, that's right? That's for so many reasons. You you have the right to be entertained by what you're entertained mm. by. And then also to stay relevant, we got to know what low-level thinkers are thinking. Mm. Right? If I'm going to help you, I got to know what your energy is focused on. And when I say low-level thinkers, there are some people who never have high-level conversations. So essentially, at last year, Fallon and Portia were friends. As of Mother's Day, Portia was like, we were never friends. We were associates. She was on the show. She was a castmate. And Fallon and Simon aren't even divorced yet. They're still married. They're still married. Dang. I hope I'll... I'm going to fall into this whole little low conversation, this whole low level. I'm going to go down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Probably. This is interesting. Like, how does that happen? Because people have low integrity. People, and this happens in personal life. This happens in business. Like you will find that people will X you out of business partnerships. People will, you know, take your place in relationships. People will negotiate deals behind your back. Like I'm sure you've had it happen before where you put somebody into a circle and then they went and made a deal and you're like, yo, like what about me? People lack integrity. And so many people are just 
opportunist. Like they they can only focus on the blessing of right now and what's in it for them right now. But if you if you operate with integrity mm-hmm. and if you think long term, the blessing can multiply over and over and over and over again. I have my own preconceived feeling about how I think that Maybe relationship will play. end up. Maybe it's a uh, you think it's like an entertaining play because they're entertainers. So it's like some I, housewife stuff. I did like, just hear that Portia is about to get her own show. She did announce that she's not coming back to the Real Housewives oh, of yeah, Atlanta. It's a play, did, but but is it worth it? Is that a play that's worth it? Sure, you'll you'll gain financially, but like you just displayed. Mm, trash behavior. Like, and I liked yeah, her. Some people build like that. So I, I'm not saying, I don't even want to get into that because we there, don't want there, people there building people on trash who, behavior. There are people who built their entire brand off of trash behavior. Yeah. And it works for them. Yeah, but does it work for them? If they like that. So I wouldn't like that negative press. I wouldn't like that negative attention. Yeah, I mean, it, it, some it, people like, some people will take <laughs> Some people are like, they crave attention, period. Yeah. So if attention and money and things are your your high level thing in life that you're looking to accomplish, then sure, that will work for you. But if being able to sleep at night and karma and energy and answering to God is like a concern for you, eh, maybe maybe you just shouldn't do that, right? <laughs> <laughs> maybe the, the God they answer to is okay with that. It's different gods out here, so there are definitely different <laughs> gods out here. Dang, that's deep. But I think that's probably that's probably a, a move, though. That's probably they're probably cool. It's like, probably like wrestling. You know what I mean? <clears throat> <laughs> that hit wasn't as hard as you thought it was. <laughs> now, oh my gosh, I hate getting into. We're not. We're not going yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. that's an there's, example. A, there's definitely some more low level conversations yeah, that but I have let me, for something that's going on right now. Let me say this. Also in business, like this is why I changed up the type of person I will coach in business. Because unfortunately, at one time, I wanted to be that coach that wanted to help everybody. Like I remember what it felt like to know nothing and have nothing. And I just want somebody at a high level to help me. So I always wanted to be that person. But then I started like feeling like this energy that I'm absorbing from these certain, like I don't want it. Mm-hmm. A whole lot of, well, I couldn't do this because, you know, this happened. And so it threw off my whole week. So you let a bad moment throw off your entire week. Mm-hmm. You were totally unproductive because your a conversation with your boss that you didn't like on Monday is still in impacting you on Friday, like that's low level thinking to me, like not being able to shake it off. Also people who use every reason that they should be chasing the dream and going after it and working hard as an excuse as to why they're not. Oh, well, you know, my kids had their soccer practice was rescheduled this week, so I couldn't get X, Y, and Z done. And I'm like, that's low-level conversation to me because the type of entrepreneur who I am looking to help understands that well, my kids' soccer games get rescheduled. Soccer practice gets rescheduled. I need to figure out how to be more in control of my time so this doesn't this doesn't bother me. This mm. isn't a factor. I can show up for it. So when my kids' soccer practice got rescheduled, you know what I did? I sat in the car or I sat in the bleachers and I worked on X, Y, and Z. And Donnie, I'm coming to this session. Like, I got to go harder now because I got to be available for things like this. Dang, yo, this is such... I never even heard of the term low-level conversation but I, I, I'm really starting to think back over my life that when my life was consumed with low-level conversation, I had low-level compensation as well. Mm-hmm. Change the conversation to change your compensation. That's crazy. And it's a fact. Like, 
right now, I don't talk about a whole lot of foolishness. I just, sure, I have moments where things happen, you know, that are interesting. You don't just, when you grow, you don't just detach from your past in a way that you can no longer relate. Could you ratchet a little bit? You I am always absolutely have a, a, a ratchet a little bit. Of, I throw a little ratchet in there for a little razzle-dazzle. Knuck if you buck. <laughs> I got some knuck if I'm buck. My clients know that I twerk in celebration of them like it's a celebratory twerk. Divine, like, they come. And my students are now disappointed. Like, I get up and I do a little twerk when when they get a new client or something and they be like, yo, we're not twerking today. What's up? People, I have built a business where I can be completely myself because guess what? When I was 18 years old, 19 years old, 21 years old, I was at Club 559, upside down in a handstand, twerking for my life, right? I'm from New Orleans and raised in College Park, Georgia. Let's go. I am not in the club all day, every day. But if you put, if I hear from the 99 Cash Money Records taking over from the 99 <laughs> and the 2000, I'm a back that, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I am not so far removed that I can't still relate to that. Yeah, man. But if I were talking about every new song that dropped, every new club that's hot, Every new brunch spot. Let's go on Wednesdays is this night. Thursdays is this night. Friday is this night. That's low-level conversation for me and where I'm trying to go in my life. And I, I, I like the fact that um, we can come in here and be our authentic self, right? Mm-hmm. It's not even it's not even like there's a radar saying, yo, this is low-level conversation. I can't do it. It's like, yo, I, it'll, it'll get uncomfortable at a, at a moment, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I, I can't... Like, you, like, we've had conversations where, you know, like, you're like, this week was just... It just wasn't comfortable. It, but wasn't it was comfortable. comfortable. <laughs> I didn't do much, but it was cool, right? But but we can we can be ourselves, and I think I, there there are a lot of people that are um, that are fighting against something. Like mm-hmm. they're trying to be this super inspirational, motivational person externally, but internally you're you're battling some things. Yeah. And I, I my my advice for you know people that are listening is. You got to start changing from the inside out. Mm-hmm. Pick up a book. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying like be a cut off all your friends, all that kind of stuff. But let's start working on a project. Let's try to hit a small goal. Can you have a, a T-shirt brand and sell one shirt a week? Let's just start on that process because mm-hmm. that will change you. Yeah. You feel me? Like you don't yeah. got to like, you don't have to like throw your TV out. Now, I cut my cable off because my mentor said that um, the TV was costing me um, hundreds of thousands of dollars. So I was able to cut it off. But before I was able to cut it off, I was listening to audios in my car. Mm-hmm. So I listen to audio books in my car. I listen to Jim Rohn all the time in my car. Mm-hmm. Get out of my car, go home and do the same thing. I'm watching TV. That mm-hmm. was my life. But I just started to become something slowly. It just started getting uncomfortable to listen to this positivity in the car, then get out of the car, go home and watch TV. It just it started getting uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? So this is me saying, I need to cut this off. This is before Instagram and and all that kind of stuff. I'm turning the TV off because I'm becoming something else. Mm-hmm. And when you become something else, you can continue to walk in your authenticity. Yeah. You can be successful. You can be motivational. You can be ratchet. All that stuff mixed in this ball of you. Yeah. But people will love it because this is you authentically. This is you authentically. That's the best advice that I could give someone mm-hmm. is be yourself. Like, I was telling somebody the hardest thing to be is yourself. The hardest thing to be is yourself when really the hardest thing to be should be anybody else. Like, yeah. I can't be you. Yeah. I just can't be you. But I'm not— You see not... all these distractions. You're on social. You see all this stuff, and mm-hmm. you feel like, I need to be a little bit like that and like that. And that's why I say in this social media information age, 
the hardest thing to be is yourself. Well, and maybe you do need to be a little bit of that in that, mm-hmm. right? Because my growth and development came because I recognized people that I actually had like a spiritual connection mm-hmm. with, right? It's just you feel it something deep deeper. It wasn't that I admired their money or I admire who they were. And I want to be more like that. So maybe you do need to be a little bit of her and her and him and him, but it still needs to feel in alignment with your authentic self. Like you use it as a roadmap rather than a rob and duplicate kind of method, right? Mm -hmm. So you 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 can copy the right cat as long, or you can copycat people as long as it's the right cat. So do you want there are people out here being ratchet that don't have a ratchet bone in their body? Like it just doesn't even sound right, right? Mm. There's people out here who are uber professional. Like Wall Street Trapper says right now, he he has a movement that says uh, Wall Street looks like us now. And he means that because it's no longer the suit and tie. It's no longer the double-breasted suit. It's no longer the briefcase. It's no longer the Oxford shoes. It's, It's hoodies. It's baseball caps. It's tattoos everywhere. It's whatever you want it to be. It's single moms. It's single fathers. It's whatever you want it to be. Well, corporate looks like us now. This is what corporate looks like. This is what successful entrepreneurship looks like. And we have slowly but surely merged and created an environment where people now should be more comfortable than ever being themselves, being themselves. And if you're not, this is something that you need to diagnose and treat from the inside. When you go to the doctor, even if you have an issue. So I've struggled with adult acne all my life, right? Whenever I go to the doctor, they never only give me a topical cream. They also give me something to treat internally. Mm. Keep working, Donnie. Keep working. They also, Keep working. They, 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 there's always something that you have to fix on the inside of you. The problem is never just on the exterior. So we can maybe change our wardrobe. We can change our clothes. We can throw on a Rolex. But if you're still messed up inside, if you still lack character, if you're still far removed from personal development, if you're still having negative thoughts on the inside of your own head, you will still not be who you truly want to be. It will still not translate to your clients, to your customers, to your prospects, because you haven't treated you. So all the Gucci, all the Louis, all the girl CEO, all the next level living, none of it will change and help you to be better if you don't start treating from the inside out, like you said earlier. So the solution is always there. Um, You got, we have so much game today. Yeah, absolutely. Yo, let's, um... Hey, on, let's tag them in the uh, in the comments. We'll reach out to both of them and see if there's a promo code we can put in social proof. Yep. Okay, we'll just we'll just see if it if it doesn't work, just buy the stuff anyway. Just but we'll try, we just, we're gonna try to work it we're, out. We're definitely um, gonna get. I know these people. Like yeah. they're great entrepreneurs. Okay. All right. And um, if they know, they know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I think I think we did we we did people some justice today. I think I think we did. You know what's so interesting is we come. Y'all don't know this. But we never know what we're going to talk about. Authentically us. We are authentically us. Like, do you know that we get to build an audience of faithful viewers and listeners just by sitting down and being our authentic selves? We get to serve people that don't even have to pay for it. And you know what else? Even when people have criticized our authentic selves, like they gave me hell in the beginning for me being exactly who I am, right? And then sometimes people even come for you. Mm -hmm. We still continue to be our authentic selves. Like, I didn't change it up. I didn't stop doing what I do. I am still my authentic self. You are still your authentic self. And we we get to build a community of people who look forward to those notifications. 
For sure. Of when a new episode is being released. We get to build a circle of authentic people who are looking for a way to work with us. How can I work with you? How can I do business with you? Like, we get to do that. Being our authentic selves. I tell people all the time, I built this business in a way that serves people and serves me. If I'm only serving people, it's not enough for me. Yeah. It, it has to fit. It has to accommodate my desires as well. And I choose to want to show up in a sweatsuit if I want to. I want to show up in a dress and heels too if I want to. I want to speak this way and I want to talk like this too. Like <laughs> I want to be exactly because I'm, I'm, I'm different people at different times. So are you. And guys, we get to do this and you can do this too. Absolutely. Man, I, I, I hope everybody listens to like you. You, you spend more time identifying who you are, what you want, how you want to operate, who you want to be, um, because it is a beautiful, beautiful feeling. Because once you get comfortable in that, no matter what anybody else says, it doesn't shake who you are. You know what I mean? Because there's going to be a hundred people that really, really rock with you just the way you are. What's sad is, though, there might be two or three people who have something negative to say. And then you begin to start to chase those two or three. Mm. You feel me? Like, out of all the people who are listening to the podcast that love it, mm-hmm. if we if we listen to the two or three people that say, yo, I don't like the white background or I don't like the, I don't like the plane flying over. Yo, mm-hmm. that's what we got right mm-hmm. now. That's okay? what we got. That's like, where we at right what's now. What's up? <laughs> we doing this for the people who rock with us. But yeah. some people start chasing the two or three people, the, and- the couple negative people. I, and mm-hmm. I fell victim to that where, you know, I'm selling T-shirts and people are like, yo, you know what? Bruh, with sleep is for suckers, you need to do betting. Betting. And betting was never a part of vision. But I started saying, all right, yo, I started looking at manufacturers for bet. It was two or three people that said it. And I'm like, oh, that'd be a good idea. And it took me off my path because I'm chasing these two or three. So um, I promise you when you, when, you, when you really get comfortable in who you are and what you're doing in your particular path— just stay there because there'll be more people attracted to it. You you will find people who don't like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. They can go because you're not here go. for everybody. 100%. You are here for who you are. So, well, you know. We got commercials to do? We got yeah. commercials to do. First off, this episode is sponsored by uh, uh, Girl CEO. What's the website? <laughs> GirlCEO.com? I think it's GirlCEOInc.com, but I'm going to let confirm me, that. Get, Hold on uh, one second. Let me get the next level. Ronnie, we love you. Like, we showing you the most love right now. 100%. All right. So, it is... Next level. Girl CEO Inc. Girl CEO Inc. I-N-C dot com. And make sure y'all... Hit, hit Ronnie up and be like, yo, they was talking about you on a podcast. Record, record, record the little parts where you're talking about them on a podcast, show them some love. Um, and also, what is it? Nextlevelliving.org? Is it Next Level Living Org? Next le- shop nextlevel.com. Shop, yes, it is. I'm on it. Shopnextlevel.com. .co. Shopnextlevel.co. Try.com and CO. For clarity, shopnextlevel.co or shopnextlevel.com. By the time you guys see this, it'll be right in the link. So yeah, it'll be a link in here. There'll be a link. Yes. Okay. Um, all right. So back to that. Uh, this episode is sponsored by 
themorningmeetup.com, themorningmeetup.com, themorningmeetup.com. Go to themorningmeetup.com and you will see that is the only organization that gathers every single day, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to teach entrepreneurs entrepreneurship and to gather the community. A lot of people talk about bringing the community together, but we literally bring the community together every single day. And Donnie actually spoke on the call. We had 358 people on the call. And that's every single morning. And all these people are reading one book together. We read these chat one chapter every single day and we progress. We read a chapter and the next day we talk about the chapter. So we not only consume it, but we get to talk about it amongst other people. And it's just really, really amazing. So go to themorningmeetup.com. Um, check us out. It's a dollar trial. If you like it, you can stay at $79 a month after that. If you don't like it, you can leave. No obligation. So um, go to themorningmeetup.com and creatorsbootcamp.com. So we got the content creation bootcamp. We do it every about every 45 to 60 days. Mm-hmm. Creatorsbootcamp.com. We might have one coming up right now. So I don't know. At yeah. creatorsbootcamp.com. Would you, be, would you feel some kind of way if I implemented a book club? I just think I love it. Can I implement a book club in my stuff? Yeah. Well, just bring all your people over to my program. You know, one day we should merge and do something Ooh. together. Like one day we should have like a big meetup. That would be dope. Mm-hmm. A big actionable meetup. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, let's do you know, it. No, all right, let's, yeah, do, let's, it. Do, let's do it. Oh, let's also, do it. I'm sorry. We do have the Patreon. What should I say about the Patreon? Other than the that fact y'all that left it's me out. We didn't leave you out. Don't <laughs> let me go find the clips. <laughs> she dropped the ball. Now. She dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I had to make an executive decision. And that's okay. I had to make an executive decision. I just got so much that's on my plate. off. You it probably is. made the right decision. I, we don't make that much money for Patreon. It doesn't okay, matter. Not off. yet. It's a Not brand yet. new idea, but it will absolutely. I, I like the fact that it's building, though. Yeah. it's. Ab- yeah. Listen, everything starts off most, not everything, but most things start off slow. Hmm. And so you get to you get to create another case study. You're at the beginning now. You can literally document this process from the very beginning and go out there and teach somebody else how to build a successful community. Patreon's lit, though, because they get the episodes early. We're about to start putting episodes in there that um, like maybe we haven't released, so we might put the the one episode in there. Because, yo, really, honestly, if an episode isn't strong or I don't feel like it's a, a strong episode... I'm just not gonna release I'm not it. gonna release it. So I got like three or four that it just won't see the light of day. Or yo, Joe, so there's a couple episodes that we have where like there was an issue. Mm. Like um one of the camera angles got corrupted or we can't find it or something like that. So we might put some of that stuff in the we'll be putting that kind of stuff in the Patreon. All kind of stuff in Patreon. And after this, we gotta do a quick little Patreon segment just for the Patreoners and we'll answer. I need a little segment questions. of the coin. <laughs> Yo, first off, we did an hour-long uh, commercial for uh, Dottie's coaching program. I need a, so. I need a commer- I need a segment of that coin. <laughs> well, yes, it's not about me. It's not about me. It's not about me. That's I all I got it. to share. That's mm-hmm. all I got to share. All right, and this episode is also brought to you by Six Figure Accelerator. Say it again. Six Figure Accelerator. What's that? Six Figure Accelerator. S I X figure accelerator edu guys i have a really dope community of people our entire studio audience today is in that community there's only two people in here y'all <laughs> that's funny i have a Hold re- on. you're the morning meetup too right oh yeah so the entire audience the is entire in the audience meetup. is in the morning, the morning meetup <laughs> probably the patreon 
and the six Are you on the Patreon? Accelerator. Not even a social supporter? It's $5. You're going to be a social supporter? Thank you. All right. So this episode is also brought to you by Six Figure EDU. Y'all, I have a, I have a really dope community of people who are building creating and developing coaching programs, consulting programs, their courses, establishing themselves as a subject matter expert. And one of the things that I really focus on is value. Value, 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 value. Like I just got to a point where I'm just kind of fed up with courses and coaches and things being lackluster and underwhelming, over-promising and under-delivering that I decided to create a program to show people how uh, they should actually be building and developing their programs. And I take you from the very beginning, uh, from the foundational uh, structure, all the way up to what would you need to do when it's time to start scaling. Um, And it's an amazing program. You can get more information there at sixfigureedu.com. And that's six spelled out. And then I also offer a post to paid. And it's a community for entrepreneurs who struggle to connect with their audience on social media. I remove the overwhelm. So if you don't know what to post on Instagram, I got you. I got you. This is best for service-based industry, uh, service-based industries, not so much for um, product-based industries. I may change that going forward in the future, but not right now. Service-based industries only. If you want to connect with your audience, if you want to increase engagement, you want to be more interesting online and increase your sales, you need to be in post to pay. You can do that by texting me at four, text the words post to paid 404-737-2767. And yes, I get this question every day. Are you really texting me? It's me. Mm-hmm. I'm really texting you. There All right, is. let's get it. All right. Um, that was good. That was good. Uh, you, you want to close this out with a word? Yeah. So I can close out with a word, a theme from the morning meetup. Listen, if we talked about anything today, I think we can we can sum it up in being the best entrepreneur. And that's going to start with you choosing the type of business that you choose to be affiliated with, choosing the way that you do business. Meaning if you don't like talking to people, then I would not suggest that you start a business where it's required that you specifically nice. talk to a lot of people. You are not putting yourself in position to be a better entrepreneur or the best in your lane. Right now, we have a surge of people who are on the path of entrepreneurship. And so it's going to be absolutely necessary that you stand out. It's not going to be your talent Mm -hmm. that makes you the best. It is going to be your commitment to helping people get results. Your commitment to helping people get results. Remember, the more people that you help get what they want, the more that you're going to get what you want anyway by default. There it is. Can't close it out no better than that. Um, now we're about to get into the Patreon in just a second. But listen, go get you some social proof. Go get you some social proof. Meaning, I want you to go build something and then come back to your community and teach them how to build it. So, um, in the Patreon, what, what we going? Can you teach on? Can you do a, a training? Yo, we're gonna have a random training from this book. I might have some Patreon. secret love letters in there or something. You got some stuff in here. I, it's all game. It's all game. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, cool. Well, we're going we're gonna to get into a training real quick. You need to just join the Patreon so you can get all this extra stuff. All right, we are out of here. Peace. David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. 
Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shands himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays, and access to David's list of resources and contacts. You need to be in an environment of success. So head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your $1 seven-day trial. That's right, just $1 for seven days of access to The Morning Meetup. Take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today. Themorningmeetup.com For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.